everybody. Hey, Pastor Pat Rankin. I am out in the wilderness with my wife here. <laughs> Freezing cold. Um, you're on the Overcomer Hour. No, that ain't Mike Sr. Mike Sr. is taking a snow day. So hopefully wherever you're at, it's not snowing or freezing rain. You know what, last night I went outside, I forgot to tell you this, when I was letting the dogs out. Uh, it started with that light, fluffy kind of thing where I thought, oh my gosh, it's getting ready to do it again, but it didn't. I woke up this morning to tons of fog. So, hey, whatever you're doing, share the show, share the show. We're talking about health, wealth, and marriage with my wife, Vicki Rankin. Um, bum, bum, bum. Trying to think of what else we're going to do to start the show. Oh, how did you guys fare the ice? Let's spend some time talking about ice. And, we'll and I am trying to get us loaded, so it just might take a minute. We'll find out who's on the show. Tell us how your ice, uh, I don't want to say ice capades, ice issues were. I think everybody was off school for a couple days. I think everybody was maybe even off work. I went outside and you could not even walk outside. It was, it was unbelievable. Uh, so anyways, let me start the show with prayer. And uh, my wife is queuing up the computer. Trying to get it to work. And we will be it will ready. work. We will be ready to go. Lord, we just thank you for this day. We thank you for all our brothers and sisters um, who are out there. We want to pray for all the all the marriages and all the people who made it through the ice storm. Um, just pray, and Lord, thank you for great weather right now. Thank you for great temperature. And uh, invite the power of the Holy Spirit here this morning on our show. And in the name of Jesus, amen. 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 All right. Hey, uh, back to the ice. I want to talk about it just a little bit because, so anyways, so the ice was crazy. Uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, so we, so we couldn't really go anywhere. So we waited for, uh, I think we waited until about 11 o'clock and went to the gym for a while. And, uh, and then went then it closed up on us. Then it closed up on us. Then we went, let's see what else we do. We went into work, I think. And, uh, but anyways, it was crazy. Um, and it lasted, so yesterday when I'm at the farm feeding, the gravel roads were a sheet of ice. Just one solid sheet of ice. And I barely made it to the dang farm. Uh, let's do some hellos. Tell All me, right, tell, tell finally, I there. got her going. Daniel Coker. All right, I want to say hello to Daniel Coker. I want to say hello to John Richardson's on the show. Bad day for truckers. All right, let's scroll that up. Mark Wan. Uh, let's see. Do, do, do. Dennis Shriver's on the show. Becca Law's on the show. Heather Tabers is on the show. Cassandra Welch is on the show. And we'll leave it down there so that all the new ones will come up. Okay. Thank you, guys. Uh, so me and Vicky are on the show talking about health, wealth, and marriage. Thank you. Share the show. Um... 
Uh, John Richardson said, "Bad day for truckers." I, I don't know how you even. I don't know how anybody even did anything in it. So, anyways, I went out to the farm. Hold on. Shannon Moody's on the show. Scott Forster, Gary Harden. I hope you're feeling better. Jamie Allman. Good morning, Jamie. Jamie. Uh, Carol McKinney. On. Mike Madelon. Praise God. So, anyways, I'm gonna keep talking about the ice, and you just tell us who's on the show. So, anyways. Um, I get to the farm yet. I got to tell the story because it's kind of dang funny. So I took the car instead of the truck, which was, I'm going to say it is a stupid move. And I took the car because it gets so much better gas mileage. So obviously, you know, anyways, I'm at the farm. Get to the gravel road. The gravel road's a sheet ice. So it's mostly flat all the way to the farm, except, you know, it dips down through the creek and everything. And I'm going, there ain't no way I am going down this hill over the bridge because I the car just was sliding off the thing so I went through town and went up the back way and I barely made it in uh, and then by the time I left you know I had a lot of chores to do by the time I left and cleaned up and everything it was just doable just barely so I made a commitment to go back that way because I didn't want to be a, a scaredy cat <clears throat> so I told myself, I said, I'm going for it because it was just kind of a challenge and I go, it is what it is. And uh, I made it back up that hill, but it was it was spinning a little bit. So I just thought of something later in the show, not right now because we want people to stay here. <laughs> we'll tell our story about the gym and the ice. And, and let's tell it now. No, let's wait a little bit. Why? Because it'll make people want to know what's going to be coming up and it's pretty funny. All right, so. Well, we think it's funny because well, we're getting old. Um, All right. So stay around and remind us, and I'll tell you, of super funny. We just cracked up when we left the gym. So they shut the gym down early, and we we went home at noon or whatever. Anyways, um, that was a funny one. But anyways, back to it. <clears throat> so I made it back out of the gravel road, and then up and in, in back home, back to the office. So you don't realize that gravel roads are just a sponge for water and yes they're crowned and ice and ice yeah water and yes the guys do a great job out there the county you know a couple of them are county roads out there uh, and they do a great job the guys running the scraper and they they uh they they crown it and if they did crown it it would be a, it would be a lake so kudos to you guys out there in the <clears throat> Bellflower County. So anyway, hello to Kelly Stanford, Laura Wyatt, and Molly Trout, and Terry Barrett. Yeah, amen. All right, so let me let me do. Let's just do this. Let's do a let's do a prayer wall, and then we'll get into we'll get into uh, yeah, let's see prayer wall. We'll get into the show. Sorry about that, guys. I should have had this queued up already, but it is what it is. Uh, it'd be cool if it was HBWT, very wrong. Technology. <clears throat> all right. So be praying already for Gary, Linda Harden. Uh, and her mom. And her mom. And, and the Wan family. And the Wan family. And um, somebody else. Larry Clement, <coughs> ready to have surgery. Larry Clement for surgery tomorrow. Uh, Jerry Ford, 
uh, wants to pray for uh, hernia surgery for his friend Maria, her and uh, Cindy. And I want to thank Cindy and, and uh, Jerry Ford and their team for handing out those all those saturate USA out in Moscow. They reached 960 homes out there, and I know the North has reached a bunch, and Westport has too. So I thank you guys. And for good morning to Mike Senior, Mark Moss, and Mark Juan, and Jason Schott. All right, Jason Schott's on the show. Jason Schott. Jason Schott. All right, we'll say hi to you, Jason Schott. Uh, and Mike Senior, tell us how all is in your world today. Uh, let's see. We're going to go through it. Hang in there with me. We're praying for anonymous prayer for Magda. And we're praying for Nicole Coffin. Uh, praying for Sarah Getz, for her children and her grandma. Uh, also want to pray for my brother Brad Cottrell today. as a loss for his brother. Um, and also want to pray for... Terry Phillips and his family. He has an ordination today. Um, and a couple other my friends got some special things going on today. And if you are watching the show, thank you guys. Uh, I'm excited about your day today. Phyllis Morgan wants to pray for Mark, uh, for healing. Uh, Mr. Cope, praying for him. Uh, Aunt Jen's nephew and wife, Nikki. And uh, niece Vicky for Cindy Ford. A couple more guys. We gotta address these. And you guys put your prayer request up, and Vicky will scroll. Vicky had us on. Yes, we want to pray for Karen. Karen, yeah, who's in the hospital yeah. with a stroke. Bear with us. Tim Adler's uh, yesterday from our attack. Uh, good friend of Larry's. All right, we're sorry about that, Brittany. Barry, we want to pray for Aunt Debbie and. And Debbie, uh, she has stage four cancer, praying for that. Uh, Taylor Cook, praying for her. She's going in the Army, got to meet her. You met her too, she's a sweet girl. And uh, she's representing our country, so thank you. And yes. uh, uh, Crystal Waymeyer's praying for her mom, Zena. So Crystal, if you're on the show, thank you for being on the show today. Linda Harden for her friend, I think it's Mike Shea. I want to thank Mike Shea. Uh, Prayers uh, for Dennis Shriver's family. Yep, Dennis Shriver bought, I think him and his wife bought a, a place up there by Kuntz's farm up, oh, in, wow. up in Mexico. Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Sheree Bauer wants to pray for Uncle uh, San Antonio. Oh, Deanna Fletcher fell on the ice at work yesterday. Left knees in extreme pain. Yes, we'll pray for you. Yeah, definitely. You need to put some deep blue on that thing. Yeah, probably ice it. So yeah. there you go. You got anything else? I, I know there's a lot out there, guys, and I apologize if I didn't get them all. But uh, let's pray for these and get going on the show. We're, we're not in any real hurry. We're doing, we're doing fine. Um, Let's pray, Lord, and just lift those up in prayer. Um, and just, Lord, I just want to pray for these people. Um, some who, we've got families that have people who have passed away, those who are struggling with cancer. And, uh, some just the flu ain't feeling good, Lord. We just lift them up to you. Uh, Terry Phillips upcoming day to day. And um, praying for your church. I'm praying for my buddy Jamie Ohm this morning and his show. Uh, Lord, and just 
Uh, one of my brothers uh, I'll be talking to after the show, and one of my brothers I was talking to yesterday and lift them up, and uh, our staff, lay leaders, and uh, marriages, uh, and pray for extra uh, special dose of your healing grace and give us great health in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Uh, <clears throat> so keep your prayer requests coming. And uh, Aunt Jen and uh, Terry Burke have been so great about the prayer wall. We really do pray for them, and we really do believe that God hears our prayer, and we really do trust uh, that, that healing comes uh, through uh, the Holy Spirit. All right, let's get into it. So I want to finish up on the ice, if I did. So told you about the gravel and everything. Let me say this to you. I just, I need to say this because I, I said it to myself. I'm that guy who goes out in any weather and always have. I was, you know, always been in the snow and uh, I just, I'm that guy. I just, you know, I'm, I think bad weather means bad weather for everybody else but me. So I've always gone out, always in that. As I've grown older, I feel like I'm wiser. Not because I'm just a wise person, but because I have so many life experiences. I've been blessed to do a lot of great things. Or a lot of cool things, rather. And one of them is being out in the weather. Next time when they tell you it's an ice storm or you look out in your driveway is ice, there's no sense in even going outside. I'm just going to be flat. And I don't care how young you are or how old you are. It will not make sense. And I know people get out and they throw salt on it and all that. And that works, but that does not take the ice away. It There's always a hidden little patch somewhere, it and that's what people end up slipping on. It, it melts some. So I'm speaking to myself. So I go out, and I, I warm up the car. All right, we're going, baby. So I was kind of watching the temperature, watching it go up, and I think it finally got to 34. But it's still, there was kind of just lingering around. So uh, I went out and started up my truck, warmed it up, and, and the driveway was a little. Uh, and I didn't want to throw salt on my driveway because I was using this rainstorm as a, as a storm to wash the salt away. So I didn't want to throw the salt on and then it kind of be sitting there for another four, five, six days, you know, because we already got driveways cracked enough. But anyways, what, next time when it's, when it's ice, just ice, just say no. I, I'm just going to tell you, it's not worth it. It's just not. We've all fell on the ice. Uh, snow's completely different. Snow is different than ice. So if it ices, then snows on top of it, you could end up with the same thing. But snow gives you traction, uh, and it's not as prevalent if it's snow and ice. So just know if somebody says it's ice, just do yourself a favor. Kelly Stanford said Jimmy got stuck yesterday on a hill on 47. Yeah, yeah when there's ice you just on labor, we've been not able to get to our house before because the traffic's backed up because a big truck comes down too fast and slides sideways and that's it. It's over. Nobody can get through. But you, and it's happened many times. Met, yeah, all the time. And then like when I was pulling on the private road there at the farm on Carrollton, our road, I slid and it was just by the grace of God that I stopped and was still on the gravel. I mean, not that going out in the grass out there would have been a big deal, but um, it just, it doesn't work. And, and I know everybody thinks your, your, your humanness thinks you have to be somewhere, but it ain't worth it in the ice. It's just not. So there you go. I climbed on the soapbox. I'll climb back off. So, uh, 
it's just not. And I know all the young people want to get out there regardless, but there's no way to drive in it and there's no way to stop in it. Right? That's right. All right. And I know, guys, we didn't cover all the prayers, but we try to do some. Let's do a couple of these things. We're going to get into uh, health, wealth, and marriage. Yes. Right? All, all marked out. And, and that's why you're here, right? To know about <clears throat> health, wealth, and marriage. So we need to get on that. Yeah. Uh, love and respect class out. Oh, that's part of marriage. Starts on the 31st. Take love and respect. Pastor Aaron's going to be teaching this at Moscow. Mm -hmm. Is so, anybody teaching it at Westport too, or just uh, Moscow this time? Just Moscow. We haven't we haven't started that there. Um, but if your love, if your marriage is is worth saving, it's worth going there. I promise you. Amen. Uh, tonight. Uh, oh, I want to talk about the volunteers uh, lead, uh, meeting. Thank oh, you, wow. thank you, volunteers who have been volunteering, so it was an encouragement. That dinner. was the biggest volunteers meeting yeah. we had ever had. And then it was a recruiting meeting as well. And yes. It, and I don't know what you said, we had 140 or something. 130 adults, and then all the kids that were in the other yeah. room, which yeah. there had to have been 15, 20 kids. Yes, yeah, so we had 140, 150 people there, so good. So volunteer, it'll help you help the church. Good morning, and Becky. Good morning, Becky. Which Becky Be Robbins. Oh, hi, Becky. Nice to see you on the show. We're going to go through it. Hang in there, guys. So, volunteers meeting was great. Deacon ordination tonight. Dinner at 6 o'clock. Ordination at 7. Uh, it's going to be full. You, you'll love it. It's going to be awesome. And, 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 and Terry Phillips and his wife are wonderful. they got a great family. Amen. Uh, let's go ahead and dive into it. Um, bum, 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 bum. And... I wanted to talk to you guys about health, wealth, and marriage, all right? Now, I started, did you already cue your Bible of Proverbs 17, 22? I did. You, you did, okay, why don't you read that and we'll talk about that. So Proverbs 17, 22, it's all marriage, it's all health, it's all wealth, brought to you by Pat and Vicki Rankin, so go ahead. And a cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. So I asked my wife that, what did that mean? After we got done doing our devotional, and you said what? Um, well, obviously, when you have the joy of the Lord in your heart, your life, your health, everything's going to be better than if you're all bogged up and, mm -hmm. and aggravated. And, you know, that just crushes your spirit. It up your bones. Yeah, it actually says it's a joyful heart. What does it say in your? Are you reading NLT or uh, ESV? Oh, it's a NIV. Okay. What does it say? It's it's good medicine. Yep, a cheerful heart is good medicine. Good medicine. But a crushed spirit dries up the bones. Okay. Stay here for a second. I want you to I want you to look at this. So I took some uh, natural. Uh, so I got an earache. So she's been t putting. Uh, what is it? You, you put melaleuca on there and some other things. Um, no, I haven't. I, I get I get these earaches and uh, I, I I try not to take any medicine. I, I'm just that guy. So she's been. So I layer three different oils on his ear and it takes the pain away. Yeah. Every time. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy pain. That's medicine. This medicine that... But natural yeah, medicine. This medicine that 
uh, Solomon is talking about here is good medicine and it's a joyful heart. So let me speak to you and your family. Let me speak to you and your family about joy. Sometimes in your marriage, your marriage may be at the point where you just can't stand talking to that person anymore. You may not you may not be able to sit down or whatever. Let me challenge you to this. Take your medicine. You have to find joy somewhere. And it may not be right then with your spouse. Like for me, if I was upset or I was if I was upset and I needed to talk to Vicky about something, I'd probably go outside and split wood for a while or ride my horse when it do something that brings me joy. And then we Colleen could... Wilson says, I love Melaleuca. Yeah, yeah it's an amazing oil. And then we, then we could sit down and talk about the situation. You have to be prepared to talk. Or if, your, or if your husband or your wife's at work, you may, you may, when you get in a good mood, send them just a short text. I can't wait to see you tonight. Uh, oh, I, I feel, Gary Harden just said that. Good morning, sweetheart. Looking forward <clears throat> to you coming home today. God is so good. Yeah. It's small. To quit looking for the home run. If I could say anything to married couples, forget about the home run. Forget it. It doesn't mean that it's never going to happen. It just means if that's all you're doing is swinging for the fences and, and hoping she's going to get fixed and hoping she's going to do this and all. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't think about that or worry about that anymore. I know my heart's got to be full of joy. I may, go to the, I may go to the farm. I may ride a horse. I may split wood. I may go to boxing. Whatever it takes to get me some joy, I can come back with my wife. We usually get together and, and, and drink a smoothie after we work out and, and watch a movie or something. Then we... You got to get some common ground there. Can you talk about from a woman's perspective if you're really tainted and you're really bitter and you did something really stupid and you're so mad you can't even say, what would you do before you tried to talk with me? Pray. Pray. Always. Yeah. I pray to God and ask him <clears throat> to help us. That's exactly what I do. Mm-hmm. And I always start out saying, can you fix him? And then I realize maybe I might need a little fixing as well. Mm -hmm. So you have to be uh, able to make some changes yourself and not always just want your spouse to change. You know, I, I talked about that. I think I, we talked about that last night because I'm doing all this new studying. I'm, doing, I'm studying a lot, you know, not... I'm studying obviously the Bible, but I'm studying how to ha how to have a better church, how to have a how to be a better pastor, how to uh, you know all these things. I'm getting into some intense study, um, and it's not it's not something that I embrace in my natural, but I know that it's good for me. So. Sometimes the things that you don't want to do are the things that you probably should do. And I talked about that, like, to the congregation in a workout. If there's certain things in a workout you don't like to do, it's probably something you should do. So be thinking about just having a joyful heart 
before you and your wife or your husband sit down to try to get that thing moving in the right direction. So <coughs> there's that. All right. Um, so getting into the a little bit more of the health uh, part of this. You know your body's a temple. We're going to go into that. Well, I'm going to read a big chunk of scripture, and I'm going to read it really, really fast because we're going to go through and we're going to answer some questions for you on all these subjects: health, wealth, and marriage. All right, uh, and it's going to come from First Corinthians chapter six. So, bear with me. And I'm you just going to read six nineteen while you're getting to the next one. Well, actually, I want actually I wanted to start up a little higher. So let me. Oh, okay. But you can put your finger on there, and we're going to talk Got about it. that. Uh, I'm just going to jump in at, at, at First Corinthians chapter six, verse verse nine. And I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna go. All right. Or do you not know that the righteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do you not? Do not be deceived. Neither sexually immoral, nor idolaters, adulterers, men. Did you say the unrighteous? Uh, we'll make sure that came across right. It sounded yeah. like righteous. No unrighteous. Okay. Good. Or do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither sexually immoral nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who practice homosexuality, nor thieves, nor greedy, nor drunkards, nor rivalers, nor swindlers will inherit, inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some, but you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of God. All right, take all that in there, guys. All things, so he starts talking about this, the Apostle Paul, and we'll break all this down. All things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be dominated by anything. That's important. So if you're taking notes today to fix your marriage, don't allow one particular thing dominate you, whether it's whether it's sex or it's food or it's uh, compulsiveness of, of being on your phone or whatever it is. Don't let anything dominate you. That's very scary when you see people that are dominated by things or, or subjects or objects. Food is meant for the stomach and stomach for the food and God will destroy both, one. Destroy both, one and the other. The body is not meant for sexual immorality but for the Lord and the Lord for the body and God raised, uh, raised the Lord and also will raise us up by his power. Do you not know that your, your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of a prostitute? Never. Or do you not know that he who is joined to a prostitute becomes one body with her? For it is written, the two will become one flesh. But he who is joined to the Lord becomes one in spirit with him. Flee from sexual immorality. Every other person commits a sin outside the body, but the sexual immoral person sins against his own body. Or do you not know that your body is a temple, so that's what Vicky's hanging on to right now, of the Holy Spirit within you? whom you have from God. You are not your own, for you have been bought with a price, so glorify God in your body. All right, hang in there for just a second. Let me read Let me read six more verses and I'll be done. Now concerning the matters about you wrote, it is not good for a man to have sexual relations with a woman, but because of the temptation to sexual immorality, each man should have his own wife, and each woman have her own husband. The husband should give to his wife uh, the uh conjugal rights and likewise a wife to her husband for the wife does not have the authority of his own body but the husband likewise does have the authority uh, over his own body but the wife does 
Do not deprive one another except by perhaps agreement for a limited time that you may devote yourself to prayer and then come together so that Satan may not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. All right, I know that was a lot, but I had to do it that way. All right, so go ahead and start with the temple. You, I asked you that First question. First of all, I, I was thinking of something when you talked about that. When we, a long time ago with the youth group, the girls, we were doing a Bible study, and it said to take, we took two pieces of tissue paper and said when you have sex, this, you know, and you took the blue and the pink, and then it ended up some of the pink stuck on the blue and some of the blue stuck on the pink, and, and that is the way it's supposed to be, just one. But when you pull that apart, and then you add green to the pink and purple and all these other colors, this, this person has, you know, it, that part stays with them forever. And I, I just think that is something young girls should think about, that, that when you are with a man, that, that means he's gonna, that part of him is gonna be with you forever. And it's really good to save it for the one man. Yeah, um, that uh, was just a huge thing. So let's. I wish I would have heard when I was a young girl. Yeah, let's start with the the, the body being the temple because that's that we can just use that as a centerpiece here. So we're going to talk about health, wealth, and marriage. So I'll, I'll ask my wife again what what that meant to her, uh, and and she'll give you her answer, and then I'll talk a little bit uh, about my thoughts on it. So, well, part of that was just what I said. Your body is a temple, so you don't want yeah. to put things in it that are ungodly, and you don't want to do ungodly things to it. Yeah. You know, sex outside of marriage, homosexuality, yeah. alcohol, drugs, smoking, you know, the, all of it. You're, you're, that is not, God created your body perfect. Mm -hmm. And what we do to it is what destroys our, our bodies. Defiles it, yeah. yeah. So... I would agree with all that, and and I would say that in, in coming from just a healthy perspective, let's just come from a healthy standpoint. So, for, for some of you who aren't married or whatever's going on in your world, healthiness is just a good thing. Like you said, God made the body perfect, and what what you put in it or around it defiles it. So, like you know, we'll we'll be working out at some point today and all that kind of stuff and. Um, I do that because I think it's it's good for the mind and it's good for the body. It's good for this temple. If I don't challenge this, be careful. If I don't challenge this body at some level, I can become slothful. When you become slothful, then 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 nothing works. So I want to challenge you from a standpoint of just temple. Take care of the temple. You don't yes. have to be a workout fanatic or anything like that. But I'm going to tell you guys, most of you guys watching the show are adults. You need to be walking, exercising, and challenging yourself, especially, especially the guys who get frustrated uh, in their marriage. You, you're, you're a man that has testosterone, and you have to challenge yourself, and, and that testosterone has to be dispensed through, through exercise and, and stuff like that. And if you don't do it, you end up... Uh, it's starting to affect your, your person. So Ralph Meyer walked more than anybody I ever met yeah. and he lived to be 99 and his motto was, if you stop walking, you die. Yeah. So what you got some comments there? What did Janet say? Janet's talking about a new hoodie. Oh, yes. Um, Donna Shadrosky says, hard to talk out problems when the other one clams up. And that's true. Yeah. I'm going to get to all that. You guys, 
and, and share the show. I, I really believe Kelly says, I always say I need to have a meeting with Jesus before I talk to anyone. Yeah. Amen. Lord, just go with I definitely have to do that. What's that bottom one? That is Liberty Louise saying good morning. Good morning to you, Liberty. And uh, let me talk real quick. Let me interrupt because I asked Janet to do this yesterday. Uh, the sweatshirts that she sent out there is that sweatshirt that, that, you love. that, that I love. I got from Send. Uh, thank you, Sam. So I, I told Janice, let's do that. I said, the, I, I'm going to tell you, I, I'll put my name on this. These are the the finest hoodies I've ever worn. Because you like how it fits. I, I just not tight on No, neck. I just like it. It's a nice quality. It's a it's fleece, and it's and it doesn't have the big band on the bottom right down there. I don't like them. <laughs> that big band, that band is about two and a half or three inches. And it just, See, I like those because it tightens up and doesn't let the cold air get under there. Yeah, I guess. But I don't like it. If, you're, if you don't like that, that band on the bottom of them dang hoodies is like two and a half inches tall. Yes, I don't like it. I'm done with it. So and he I, came up with the new sweatshirt. It's a, this sweatshirt, I'm telling you, when you put it on... In the morning, you'll keep it on. I told Janet that yesterday. I said, when these guys put this on, you're going to love it. And I want I want to order a new color. Okay. All right. I just love it. And I know it's a little pricey. I don't know what the price is on. It's 30 or $40, but it's a good one. It's not It's not a thin. It's It's not real bulky, but it's, it's perfect. You're going to love it. And, guys, we got a lot of cold weather, so get one. It's just, I, it's, I just wanted to do that for you guys. I think it's a real prize for you guys. So I hope you'll order Is one. it girls too? Yes. Guys yes. and girls. Yes. Okay. And the colors are smoking. Awesome. I mean, they're just killer, killer. Just, and this is a quality. I mean, you're the one that looked up the tab and sent yeah. it to her and everything. It's a quality shirt. I mean, yeah. it's not, it's not no. a pump shirt. No, it's a good one. All right, let's get back to, um, the, the different people talking about husband and wife clamming up and all that stuff. So that's why I told you, you got to take your medicine. Make sure you're joyous. Figure out how to do that so you can talk. All right. Small through extra large are $35. Double X and 3X are 38 Yeah, so I'll do a double X and I'll do a different color. That's, that's another story. I'll probably do blue. So our bodies uh healthy and we shouldn't defile it with excessive behavior. All right? So before we exit health, we'll, we'll share our funny story real quick. All right, go ahead. So we're at the gym. They may not think We just get in at 11.25, and they're closing the gym at noon. noon. So all the ice is gone. It's getting ready to rain and melt it all away, but whatever. So I have on a red shirt, and the gyms, the people that work there wear red shirts. So I walk over to get my husband because it's 12 o'clock, and, of course, people are still working out. And couple of the guys are like, oh, is it time to leave? And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, but they, they thought I worked it. there. But really, I didn't work there. I was just going to get my husband. So then they see that I'm talking to Pat. So they continue to work out and we leave. So go ahead and tell them what we yeah, did. Yes, so I, I don't know why we did this, but we're just kind of, so it's outside. We're, we're done. We got a little bit of a workout, 35 minutes, whatever. And walk outside. And we, one guy was walking in and we just, hey, it's, it's closed in there. So we've, I and he's thought, like, "What? It's closed!" Like, like, and then, and then we got like go, maybe we weren't telling the truth. Yeah, or and then we got to go into this discourse, like we're the we're the gym police or yeah. something. <laughs> and I'm just go. So, anyways, I said I didn't think anything because you're just being kind. Hey, they're closed in there. Just let you know, kind of. And we're walking towards the truck, and then I think we might have said it to one more, and then yeah, we said it to two more people. Two more in their cars. We're and, like, as they're opening the doors, so we're like, they're closed. 
And they, they, they really didn't believe us. Like we were, and, I, and he's like, what? What are you talking about their clothes? It's not, it's not icing anymore. And I go, I don't know, but they're clothes. And yeah, so we, we were laughing when we got in the truck. We're like, here we are. We become the, the gym police. Yeah, we sit out in the parking lot. So we just start going Hold on, on and Don't worry about going in his clothes. <laughs> so we decided we were going to spend the whole afternoon there just telling people to not come in. Anyway, it oh, was hilarious. so funny just sitting there laughing about how silly we were and how old we're getting that we thought it was so funny. Yeah, I mean, the guys are just barely getting out of their cars. Hey, uh, just letting you know, the Close. gym's closed. But we thought we were yeah. being kind, and they were kind of taking back. Then, then we get in the car, and we're like, what the heck? <laughs> Sitting out here being the dang gym police. So I hope you guys got a charge out of it. Let, it was pretty fun. Let's see. Did anybody comment on it? Not yet. Uh, Mandy says, I had her HBWT Jesus hoodie on the other day at the gym, and it actually was a conversation starter with several people. Big time. Amen. Big time. When I go to the gym, I always wear my head Bible. Me too. Travel, uh, thing. All right, so we're talking about health, wealth, and marriage. I know you guys want to get moving, so we're going to talk about we're going to talk about wealth. Um, so I asked my wife this. I said I wrote it down. You guys, you know, if you're younger than me and Vicky, you're 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 focused totally on money. I know that because we've been there. And well, that's what I used to think wealth was was yeah. just Having a bunch of money. Man, it's it is so, it's so far from that. And I don't want to be the guy who got so holy that I, I tell you guys not to go out and grind out a living. No, because we both have always worked yeah, yeah, way yeah. more than one job and way yeah. more hours than 40. Yeah, so work, work, work. It's good and it's healthy and it, and it helps mold your character and it, and it kind of gives you a little bit. It, it, it doesn't give you your identity, but it helps with your identity. All right, so go work wherever you work at and, and work hard and save your money. If you don't have a lot of money, it's okay. It's wealth does not come from money. So tell me what you told me about wealth. Um, well, wealth is knowledge, um, family. Mm -hmm. You got a nice family and everything's going well. That there's nothing more valuable than that. For sure. Um, what else did I say? I, I you know, it's a lot. I wrote some stuff down. A lot, a lot of the stuff. A lot of the stuff that means oh success. I mean, just being successful doesn't mean you have a lot of money in success, but just being successful as a person. Yeah, you know what? A lot of the stuff she'll tell you. My wife would tell you. It doesn't mean we haven't spent money, but a lot of the stuff we do that we really enjoy, we don't spend any money on hardly at all. I mean, we don't. No, like sitting in the parking lot. Yeah. I mean, me and you. I'm mean, laughing about re really, people wanting to go in. Yeah, really, we don't just go out and eat a lot unless we're going out for ministry purposes. I mean, it's, we don't. We never take extravagant uh, vacations oh, or anything yeah. like that. It, I, it's just that's not what turns me in fact know. I'm the only one that takes vacations and yeah. that's I go to Florida or something but yeah but anyway so wealth is I want you guys to know if you don't have a lot of money it's okay it's not I don't that's not um, I, I don't believe that defines wealth at all so if your marriage is you you're kind of looking at the other people and going they go on vacations and all these things man I'm telling you I don't believe that's a biblical definition of wealth, having a bunch of money and being able to do all that. But when I was younger, I was telling him this morning, when I was younger, you thought that's what it was. I thought, oh man, if you marry somebody and he's got a lot of money, you got it made. Mm -hmm. Uh-uh. I know several people that had money. 
they, they're miserable. They're by themselves and they married money and it just didn't work out for them. All right, so let's drill straight down into marriage now. So we, we and, and we, we're going to go back to the scripture. We haven't really done health, wealth, justice yet, but we will. So now talking about marriage, uh, your you had a vision like all young girls or guys. And I'm just asking you, just and I'll ask you guys when you looked at marriage, what did you think? Let's let's just we'll say, hey, uh, I thought my mom and dad's marriage was great, you know, and then later down the road things happened. But when you looked at that, what did you think about that marriage? Well, back in the day, you know, of course, I we were the Cleaver family. We were perfect. We had the perfect family growing up. We did everything right, normal vacations, all the sports and things I thought were right, but what was missing in our family was God being the center of it. All right, so there you and go. And that was what was missing in my parents' marriage. Yeah. All right, so there's the center piece of marriage. If God is not the center of your marriage... You have an out. Th then, yeah, <laughs> you have an out, that's for sure. We're going to get to that maybe. I don't know if we can get it all, but... If he's not the center of your marriage, I, I don't even know. Man, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I, I, I don't, I'm not sure what kind of marriage it is. I mean, I'm not saying you're not married, but if he's not the center, I mean, we've all been there. You've all seen marriages that don't have God as the center. That's. Let me just put it this way to keep me safe. That's rough. I'll just leave it like that. Uh, yeah, keep God the center of your marriage. And now we're going to get into how all that. You know, that's like Patty. When she told me, we, we Pat and I fought like 24-7 before we got saved. And that was one of the first things Patty, your, our sister-in-law, asked me was, do you guys fight anymore? Because once we got saved, the fighting disappeared. Well, we also quit drinking and several other things. But, but that was something she noticed immediately was that we weren't arguing well, just and bickering about well, just, every little thing. Well, it's just, it's just behavior. I mean, there's, there's, when you mature in Christ, you know, your behavior changes. You don't have to be, and I think that's another thing in a marriage. You don't have to be right. Your, your, your goal or your desire to want to be right can't supersede God's plan for you being humble. Well, I need to be right. I need to be right. Well, if you, if you always need to be right, you're, you're going to screw things up. All right. Donna Shadrowski yeah. says, oh, did I lose her? I believe being content in yourself in any situation is well. Mike Manilow says amen. Michelle Hedda says amen. Eaton, Nikki says amen. Living proof of this. Uh, and lots of amens. Okay. Let's keep going so and share the show. So through the health, wealth, and marriage, so Vicki you know, thought it was like this, but the centerpiece needs to be got. Now fast forward to where we are now. Tell them, can you just tell them? Let me read a couple of things and I'll let you comment on okay. about that. All so right. now we're going to dive <laughs> headlong into the marriage deal. Uh, so obviously it talks about, uh, and go down to 12, it says, not all things are lawful. Uh, all things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful uh, in, in, in 612, 1 Corinthians 612. And I will not be dominated by anything. T tell me about in in our marriage or, or just anybody's marriage, maybe you could speak. What does it mean by being dominated 
in a marriage. Obviously, he's 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 covering a broad spectrum here. You know, you know, talking about food, talking about sex, talking about. But probably you could even throw drugs in here, being dominated by that or being dominated by social media or being dominated by pornography or whatever being dominated. What do people do that, what, what should godly people do that get dominated by these outside distractions? They need to like get help and get counseling if they're dominated by those things. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you can't, you can't live a double life and have blessings in the the wonderfulness of God. I'm proof of that. Mm -hmm. When I first got saved, I was still doing things that were not pleasing to the Lord, mm -hmm. and and I I got convicted of it shortly thereafter and realized this is this is not the life I wanted. And and addictions can be conquered. So I don't want anybody to say, "Well, you just don't understand." I've been doing this for. Trust me. Nobody did more than I did. I did it daily, and I, I got rid of it, so anybody can. Can you talk about, so what that brings up is people always want to exit, and this is probably our biggest one, I think, and, it, and it, it's for sure going to help you. People always want to exit. They, they just, what did I, what did I, option. So this is called getting rid of the option. Oh, they think the grass is greener on the other side. So let, let's talk about that. So Just like horses. Right. So, yeah. So, yeah, if you look at it from a horse perspective, there, we always believe that there's an option out there. When you're married, things aren't going right. He doesn't make enough money. Some other guy's giving me attention at the office or a girl, whatever it is, there's always going to be an option out there until you get rid of it. When you get rid of the option, then you can concentrate on your marriage. You just, you probably go, well, I think it's time we quit or I think it's time you know, we take a break or anything like that. Man, that that's that's that ain't a God. You have to get rid of the exit plan so you can concentrate on your marriage. As long as you think there's a way out, you'll always take it. Just like Vicky said, the grass being greener on the other side. Let, let me tell you this, and you, if you don't know this, that came from horses and cattle. They always think, no matter where you put that barbed wire fence, they always think it's greener or better on the other side of that fence. Remember Samson when he was little? He yeah. would climb in a circle of barbed wire to get inside the fence and then he'd get stuck in there instead of having the whole field to eat. They just wanted that one. And, and what that is, is you think it is so good they'll stretch their neck out They'll crawl underneath of it. They'll injure themselves far to do all kinds of stuff. You need to know that the grass is not only greener on the other side of the fence, but you've invested a lot into this relationship already. You got to be careful about always taking an exit door or, or thinking you can take an exit door. You have to get rid of that, that thinking. But you have to think but, about what Pastor Randy told us to think about. You made a commitment to God, so this is not an option. Yeah, for sure. You have to figure out how to make it work and treat each other like you want to be treated yourself. Mm -hmm. And when you start doing that, things change mm -hmm. big time. Yeah, I think... Uh... Let me read what Liberty Louise says. I've had to learn what a healthy relationship was outside, my par outside of my parents' examples. I am so grateful I can keep learning and practicing with God for the first time in my life. Amen. 
Caitlin Screamer says, seek advice through like-minded Christians. Great advice. That's what we did. Talked yeah. with our pastor. Yeah, so I, uh, I just want to say that once the exit door is gone, and, and I don't mean Locked closed. Up. I don't mean closed because if it's closed, you know it's still there. I'm just saying you got to get rid of it and just go, you know, i got to move on. That can't be a, a subject for me because all it, all it adds is a bunch of heartache and everything. So when I know that's out, I can concentrate on my marriage and then I can figure out how to fix it. And, and kind of like Caitlin said, getting godly biblical advice. Um, and, and then know this, that you're not going to be the one to fix your spouse. I don't try to fix Vicki. Um, I don't want to have any desire to, to fix her or anything like that. And um, I, I may pray on occasion that she understands some things that I'm going through, but uh, we're at the point in our lives where um, that's just, it's just not an issue, you know. I Mickey think. Hedda says, respect is the key to a good marriage. Amen. Yeah, I think it, as long as Vicki knows that I love her and I'm providing for her, it, you know, that's, she, she's good. And as long as she respects me, you know, guys want to be respected. Um, but is you get rid of that exit door, you can concentrate on your marriage then, and you won't be so distracted by all the shiny things that are out there in the world. So, um, be careful of the, uh, of the exit door and hopefully you'll move it out of your, uh, out of your marriage. All right. Um, Here it is. The let's go. Let's start back at six nineteen. Is the body being the temple? So I want you need to champion on that your husband and your wife and or gets healthy. I'm I'm, I'm happy that they're healthy. Now let me say this. Let me say this. Being healthy is a great thing. It's the most one of the most wonderful things in the world. But that can also become a God. So be very careful about you thinking you always need to be at the gym because I was that guy. You know, I was a complete gym rat for whatever, you know, 30 years or whatever. In the gym. Mara Wyatt says, it's all about respect. Respect for God, respect for yourself and each other. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yeah. And, and me and Vicki, the, the, the reason I'm saying don't become a gym rat is because God doesn't want you just hanging out in a gym. Now, back when I was going to the gym, I, I was there. I was there for a purpose and trying to accomplish a goal. But that can end up becoming a God. For sure. Or you, you kind of make that your was your God back then. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and it was it was you know so I had to put that away and then had to start incorporating it back into my life so we could get healthy. So. Be careful about thinking that you need to be at the gym all the time. And I, I almost never go to the gym without Vicki. The other night I did because you were tied up, but um, I, I, we go together. And uh, for some of you people that have young kids, that may not be an option. You may have to work out at home or work out at the community center or something like that. Or, or go to the park. Me and, you go, me and you went to the park for down here for a long time before we decided we kind of we got used to go to Creekcore Park. Yeah, we kind of get steps. We, we kind of got to the end of. I don't our, know that I could do the steps anymore. Yeah, there. we kind of got to the <laughs> end of our rope where we had to almost almost had to sign up for a gym because 
you know, we we were at a, at a point. We weren't taking time out to work out. We wasn't. Do I it. wasn't. You were. Yeah, I, I always work out, but I just thought it would be better collectively that we worked out together. Because um, if I work out at home, I'll go down to pick up some dumbbells, and I'll see a shirt laying there, and then I take the shirt down, and then I got to do laundry, and then it just turns into a whole thing. Then, so I don't get a workout. Yeah, then it rolls from you got up in the morning till you went to bed at night. You did a little workout, but. It's good for your mind to be there and be excited. It's good for your body, and it's challenging just getting in the car and going together. Kelly Stanford says, 100%. God got a hold of me on being at the gym so much and not taking time for him. And then Gary Harden says, you wouldn't marry Linda and I unless we took the love and respect class. That was 15 years ago, and so thankful we did. Amen. Yeah, yeah. There, there's, you know, if you're going to spend any time, I mean, the Bible tells you that, you know, training your body is, is good. But if you, if there's only one thing you can train, you train your, train your soul. And I will tell you, all those marriage classes that we took and marriage events and weekend deals that retreats that we went on, 100% they helped our marriage for sure. They just, every little thing we did, we'd learn something new and grow. And, and you find out. Especially women, when you sit there and all the women go into their conversations, you find out all the, all of the women have the same deal going on with their husbands. So that's how I know the grass isn't greener on the other side. I uh, and and let me say this to all you who are out there watching the show: you may be the one that has to stay consistent in your Bible reading and devotions and things like that. Prayer in the morning, prayer at night. If you're that person, just be that person, and that's who God made you. I don't, I don't rely on my wife to get me to do a devotion. I don't get, rely on my wife to get me to do prayer. I don't get my, you know, or, or classes or anything like that. That's, that's me. I'm the guy that kind of ramrods that, um, and she, she's good with it, and, and I don't let up on it. You know, it's just something that I'm gifted with. I, I'm very, I've been very good and blessed at being consistent. And things I want. So, uh, anyways, yeah, don't let the gym become a, a god for you at, at all. I mean, like, I would say being a being a a, a dad and a and a husband and a grandpa and pastor and being an ex gym rat. I would say if you're there one hour a day, that's that's more than enough, you know, and and maybe. Not more than four or five days. After five days, you don't need to be there seven days a week. That that's no, yeah. that's a, that's a zero. Well, so. one, you need your your body needs a little break. Yeah, so rest. I, you know, I, I'm just giving personal advice. You get you get one hour a day for about four days. That that's realistic. Uh, so don't set yourself up and go. I need to be there two hours a day for five days a week. That's that's too much. Don't sacrifice that much for your marriage. And Mandy says, there are so many at-home workouts that you can do and include the entire family. Fitting God and work and workouts in every day and doing it all along with the family makes a huge difference in your growth in all areas of your life. Huge. And we do that. Yeah, and, we've done that. And we've, done it, and we've done it forever. Room, doing we've some exercise programs. We actually have been working out together at home for years and taking walks and going to the park and everything. Yeah, we just now recently signed up at a, at a commercial gym. You know, like I said, we get I get gym downstairs, gym outside, and gym at church. <laughs> so. And we have Charlene's <coughs> daughter. Sorry. 
She says, morning, late to the party, but happy in my heart. Have a great day. And yeah, you yeah. have a great day as well. All right. So we got a couple We got a couple minutes. We'll, we'll finish oh, we this up. We got five minutes. We got five minutes. All right. So let's do this. Uh, so we talked about your body being a temple. And then remember this. Let's end with this one. And it's 1 Corinthians 6, verse 20. It said, you were bought uh, with a price. So glorify God in your body. And then... For all you guys and girls that are out there that are struggling with intimacy, chapter 7 will help you in your relationship with your wife or husband. And, and let me say this, intimacy is not just always sex, it's, it's intimate. You know, me and Vicki spend a lot of intimate time together just walking and, and doing things and, you know, so I enjoy doing stuff with her. Um, but know that you were bought with your uh, with a price, and you need to work hard on your uh, on your marriage. You know when they when God finally comes to get you, you would want people to know that you are a good spouse. Um, and it's never too late to start over, and uh, it's never too late to have God help you conquer the stuff that the Apostle Paul talks about being dominated by. So don't. Don't get dominated by things. I know there's there's a lot of temptations out there, like on my phone. You know, I told you I like to, you know, look at rope and boxing. And uh, like last night, I was looking at truck. You know, this guy did a thing on trucks and everything. But you got to be careful about the stuff that comes over your screen. Uh, you know, and then obviously workouts and stuff. You just you have to be careful about you know, being dominated by stuff. You know, even me, I'm not going to just sit there all day and watch rope and I'll watch it for a while and I get up and I go, you know, you got to put limitations on it. You know, I, I, we just watched the movie Beethoven not very long ago and I remember when that movie came out, which was, I don't know how long ago, 20 years ago or something, I thought the scene where the dog's in the bed and he's like, oh, honey, honey, you know, I thought, oh my gosh, I can't believe they put that in there. And it's a dog licking his ear, but he thinks it's his wife. I was horrified they put that in the movie, and now the stuff they put in these movies, especially kids' movies, is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, you can't hardly watch a movie or a show without there being some sort of pornographic scene in it. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's just, it's ridiculous. But. It is. There's no, no reason. So Hollywood, make clean movies. We don't need to see all that. I don't want to see it. Yeah. So... Moving forward, guys, for you and your health and your wealth and your marriage, they all go hand in hand. We'll talk about them at church for a couple weeks here this this coming weekend and uh, next weekend, the following weekend. And then I think, do we move into Valentine's Day after that? Pretty what soon. Are, what are we Paul in? Hall, the scripture he just read was 1 Corinthians 6.20. But we were in all six. Yeah, for, we were, Paul, we were out in. out of it. If your goal is to be right, your marriage is going to stink. So humble yourself and, and it'll be good. What time is the time? Brad Cottrell says, I think it was in 1 Corinthians 6.20.
Mike Madelon says, yes, Disney has been doing it for years. Amen. Uh, Karen Lonnie says, good morning. Good morning to you, Christy Karen. Christy Jackson says, I need prayer. Yeah, Christy Jackson. Mm -hmm. All right, let's pray for you, Christy. Lord, I want to thank you, Lord, that we got a snippet. We got a little chunk of what you say our marriage should look like. You talk about our health and, and, and Lord, we, we talk about our wealth. We believe it's, we believe wealth is far more than dollars. And uh, we pray for Chrissy and everyone else that's out there that, mm -hmm. that uh, just needs prayer. We love them all, Lord, you love them all. Thank you for allowing us the privilege to teach your children a little bit more about your holy word. Pray for a great day. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Hey guys, Pastor Pat Rankin coming to you with my lovely wife, Vicki Rankin. I want to remind you of two things. Jesus loves you and I love you. Have a great day in the Lord. Have a great day in the Lord. We'll see y'all.